and we're back. I, I don't know if you consider this being back or we're bam, we're here. We're <laughs> back from retirement. Like we didn't know we were temporarily retiring. It just kind of happened that way. Uh, the last show we did, it says uh, it was published January 20th, 2023. You said that was 193, uh, I think is what you told me. Well, technically, there's a 194 out there. We're still going to call this 194 because we did an episode a couple of months ago and we were um, testing the video capabilities of doing like a video podcast, not just audio. Which and will be available to our Patreons. By the time this comes out, that'll be on Patreon. And since this is kind of an exclusive thing, and I was late to getting it edited and finished. I was like, you know what? I haven't put anything out for our patrons in a while. So I'm going to put it on Patreon. But don't worry. You could listen to it for a dollar. Yeah. Plus, if you're just at least a dollar patron, you can listen to a bunch of other stuff that's on there, too. Like, I'm, I want to say everything, but there might be some higher tiered stuff that we did. I, but I don't think there is. I don't think so. There I will think- be eventually. But right now, I'm just... Hell, I'll just be happy to get a, a Patreon episode out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's been a hot minute, but we didn't we didn't do it intentionally. It just it just kind of happened, and like I said, we did that video. And the only reason we're going back to just audio on this one is because I need to upgrade my computer. That actually need a studio setting for me yeah. otherwise you're just looking at my closet <laughs> <laughs> you all perched up on your bed there yeah I, I think i mentioned in that last the, the video podcast we did that uh you look like somebody should be feeding you grapes and fanning i you. am i am still up for uh, volunteers i bet you are <laughs> so okay this is a good time for us to be back because we love Halloween here at Real Pop Culture. And every year we do try to do something cool. And one of the things we do every year is we get uh, interactions from our listeners by doing lists. The, the first time we did lists uh, was the most um, response we've gotten. And it kind of your participation. Yeah. And it's kind of tapered down from there. So I want to kind of revive it. I want to uh, reboot the list. And it, the, the first one was simply, what's your favorite? It was like your top 10 favorite horror movies of all time. And everybody sent in their favorites. Some people didn't even bother to do 10. They just listed off a few, which is fine. Um, this year, I'm going to do uh, a version of that. But I'm going to make the list for you. And it's not horror movies. It's villains top villains of all time and i made a list of the one of all the ones that i think most people would mention and i just want you to put them in order of number one to number last that way on like facebook and stuff like that it makes it easy for them because they just send basically they just go one five four three you know what i'm saying like the number that corresponds with like if your favorite's freddie if freddie's number one your number one will be one. And if like uh, Art the Clown was number five and he's your number two, 
you'll go one five. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you can just retype it out. You can copy and paste it and then put the numbers beside it. Either either way, the point is I'm trying to make it easy. Because the easier I make it, I think the more people will will do. They're like, oh, I don't even have to write the thing out. I can just number them. I can just copy and paste and renumber. I think what they could do just to make it a little more interactive, if their favorite villain is not on your list, they could add that villain. Oh, yeah, definitely. And here's the ones I got. I thought about this a lot because I didn't want to leave out an obvious one. And then there's some that's difficult because like, let's say your favorite horror movie is Poltergeist. Well, who's the villain in Poltergeist? The not ghost, the, not the little girl. It's a Poltergeist. So it's that this that villain doesn't really have a a face or, or an entity. Yeah, per se. Like in the movie Damien, I guess the villain is the devil. Uh, I think that'd be the villain in every horror movie is the devil. <laughs> um. Well, not if it's a monster movie. And I'm glad I said monster movies because there, there's going to be another list either later on because we're just now fixing to get into October. I've already started watching horror movies. Um, we'll get to that in a minute. But either this Halloween season or next, there's going to be a classic monsters list coming that'll include like Werewolf Man, The Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula. Hang on, hang on. Who? Did you just call him? Did you just call him Werewolf Man? <laughs> yeah, Werewolf Man. <laughs> that would be a good one because old classic monster movies, man. I mean, they don't really hold up, but it's just the, the fact that they're classic and you can sit and watch them. And of course, they're not scary now, but when you was a kid, if you can remember the reaction you had, yeah, well, it when brings I, back that nostalgia. When I do my, like you know, I've said on here a lot of times before that I try to. Now I watch horror movies throughout the whole year, but I try to like save them for October. Like yeah. that's my month to watch scary movies, and I always mix it up. I'll I'll have two or three saved up that I haven't seen yet that are new, but then I'll throw like, uh, hell, I watched Plan Nine from Outer Space like one year. I watched Nosferatu, the original. The silent film version. The 1932 version? I thought it was 20s. Was it? Is it either 23 or 32? Something like that. I have to look it up. Yeah. But anyway, here's the list I got that I want everybody to put in order. And yes, you're feel free to put in honorable mentions. Feel free to add one to the list. I just kind of wanted you to, again, I'm trying to make it easy. I'm trying to make it to where all you have to do is either copy and paste my list and renumber it or reorganize it. You can type it out yourself. Like, you know, just give us your these in order of number your number one to your number last. And I got, of course, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Pennywise the Clown, Art the Clown, Pinhead, Leatherface, Ghostface, Chucky, Jigsaw slash John Kramer, because technically he's if you're a Saw guy. Yeah. Uh, Pumpkinhead, The Creeper from Jeepers Creepers and Hannibal Lecter. Ooh, that's a pretty good list, I think. You got some supernatural and just super evil mixed in there. That's uh, I like that. 
I tried to keep it like 70s, 80s, early 90s, but I'm glad I was able to put because like Art the Clown is blown up big. And the two oh, yeah. that franchise is, is just is that ter- Terrifier. Ter- Terrifier. Is that right? Now they have Terrifier 2, which I'm watching uh, pretty soon. It's on my it's on my list this year. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I haven't either. That I'm going to dip, uh, and I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to dip my toe into the Hatchet franchise. I oh, even, you you will love them. I know, um, no, I will. So I mean, what do you think got about your that? boy in it? So yep, Kane Hodder's he plays the bad guy, don't he? Nah, not really. He What's plays his, the. I'm trying to remember his name, the main villain. Uh, in the movie. Don't remember. It's his father was supposedly the main villain, I think. But I don't remember. I need to go back. It's been several years since I watched them, and I think I've got all of them. Well, they've got them on uh, the free version of Plex. Like if you have the Plex app. Yeah. Well, I know the first one's there because I've got it saved in my queue. There's several of them. I think there's four of them. I know of three. And the, the acting is so horribly great. It's. It's definitely a, one of the cult classics. And Even I know it hadn't tight reached a classic yet, but yeah. And I was trying to trying to stick with the classics, the ones that everybody's going to know. Now, there's yeah. some hardcore horror fans out there that are going to be like, "Hey, what and so and so on here? What and so and so?" Well, you know, maybe well, Adam. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to make the list like thirty names, you know, or. Obscure names, either obs- so. stuff that's going to be obscure to your casual horror fan. Let me see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Huh, that worked out perfect. There's thirteen. I didn't plan that <laughs> that way. There's there's thirteen names on this list. Well, as soon as you post it, I would definitely get on there and do mine and repost and share. And I'm going to tell everybody if they repost it, make sure they tag real pop culture in it. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on the post and hopefully they'll put theirs in the comment or our voicemail line is still going. We almost lost it again because we were off for so long. (laughs) But uh, do you remember it? 662-767-767. 662-767-7687-4487. Yeah. Uh, you can call. That's just a voicemail line. Nobody's going to answer that. And you can leave us a, what, a message. They can text too, right? You can text that number. That's right. Uh, you can email it to us. Pop culture, the number four real at gmail.com. Facebook it to us. Probably don't Twitter it to us because I don't really check that account much. Oh. Uh, is it still called Twitter? Isn't it called like X? Or oh yeah, something? that's right. It's X now. Did did they like what? It's weird. In different parts of the world, Twitter's more big. Like around here, people still mostly use Facebook and Instagram. Well, TikTok actually is probably the biggest biggest thing. People. Yeah, I, I think the whole Twitter thing is just different. Uh, Different types of people use Twitter more. Even on the West Coast, because like all the actors and actresses and yeah, people and all all of them are on X. I've got a Twitter, but I I don't think I've checked it in 
years. I mean, I yeah, just got back on do. Facebook. Kilze so. does, I do, but yeah, I barely. If you send us a message there, I probably haven't seen it. But <laughs> we do check our our Facebook and and our emails and our the voicemail and the email are kind of it's a Google Voice number, so they're kind of one and the same. So anyway, that's what we want this Halloween from you guys. You're all of our listeners, and we'll feature it on the show if you send us your order of villains. Yeah, we'll have a, a read along, and maybe we can do it live. Well, like in person, in person, not through Zoom. <laughs> yeah, they don't know because we're uh, we're just doing audio for this one. But you are in Houston, Mississippi, and I'm uh, uh, I'm sitting high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. And the bell, <laughs> a plume of dust, just came off the shameless promotion <laughs> bell whenever I rang it. One thing I wanted to talk about with you, uh, since we, you know, we're talking about scary movies, is uh, this Dylan's new nightmare. Oh, that damn movie had no up. business being that good. It's a fan made film, and the premise is great. And let me tell you exactly where I thought it was going to fall apart for me and where I was exactly wrong. You want to give that kind of spoiler out already? It's a spoiler? Uh, I mean, it's one of those things, if you consider a trailer a spoiler, then... This was a really long trailer. That's true. It's it's a 20, 25-minute movie. Uh, And I I can tell what what happened was, this is again, this is a fan-made film. It's a Freddy film. And they shortened it, but it made the production. It this looked like a real movie. Oh yeah, way more than. And I've 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 actually taken a deep dive on the Friday the Thirteenth fan films, and there's way more of them out there than you realize. Like I'm still finding them, and I watch I watch them all. Some of them are so ridiculous that I love them. Some of them are so good that I love them. There was one. And you never know what to expect. It might just be like yeah. some people with a cell phone or some people that are legit trying to make a, a real movie. They just don't have Hollywood budget. Um, I mean, look at the Terrifier franchise and what they're doing. They're the highest grossing uh, non-studio movie ever or definitely horror movie. Um, and they're being included in everything as if it was a, a Hollywood movie. You, know, you see Man. Art the Clown everywhere. I think they have Funko Pops of him. Like I, they do, they've got Funko Pops, and I want to say everybody last year. I think it was last year, maybe the year before, is when we started seeing everybody dressing up as art. Yeah, and, and the, I was like, "Dang, that movie just come out!" <laughs> and, and Never Hike Alone really set the standard, the gold standard for independent movies that could really kick ass. And and it's the fans that's helping make them because they're putting up you know, the crowdfunded stuff and saying, Hey, this is the movie we want to make. The more yeah. money, the more money you give us, the, the more, the, well, the better it's going to be actually, you know, and, uh, they're getting around the licensing stuff. I don't think nobody's ever come after any, uh, cause it's all nonprofit. I mean, how are you going to make money off of a, of a movie? I mean, terrifier probably definitely has never hike alone. I, I don't see how it hasn't, but, well, it's on. It's it's not strictly YouTube, isn't it? No, you can get the DVD, Blu-ray, everything. 
Oh, can you? In fact, I've been trying to get a copy, but I didn't do the crowdfund. So, and that's how you buy one because you can't yeah. really buy one because then it's for profit. But you yep. can support the campaign to make it. And so and that's they, how that's. Which I think is great. Like, if the fans want a movie, the fans can do something about it. They can say, hey, yeah, here's my 25 bucks. I'd love to see that. Well, it, it gives all these writer strikes and 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 all the BS that goes on in Hollywood. Well, think about the bullshit look. that's gone on with Friday the 13th franchise the last freaking 10 years. They're just yeah. now out of that big lawsuit. And that's what birthed a lot of these fan films. They're like, you know what? You dumbasses aren't going to make a Friday the 13th movie. I am. <laughs> And, and they've done people it. got together and made some damn good ones. Some really good ones. And like I said, some of them are just kind of ri- ridiculous and silly. But then the ones that are really, really ridiculous and silly, I like those too. <laughs> like, this is just absolutely ridiculously bananas. Like, Jason kills Santa Claus and gets his powers. <laughs> and essentially, <laughs> Jason becomes Santa Claus. I'm like, okay, I'm there for that. That's absolutely <laughs> stupid, and I think it's great. <laughs> oh, that is hilarious. So where was I going with that? We were talking about Dylan's new nightmare. Dylan's new, thank you for getting me back on course. So this is a crowdfunded thing, and it got delayed pretty bad because of the COVID situation. And so it's finally out now, just pretty recently, like within the last month, I believe. And I watched this thing, and I was like, man, this is this is good. And... Halfway through it, I was like, I know where it's going to fall apart. It's going to fall apart when I see Freddy. There's no way. But it didn't. No. That was an awesome-ass Freddy. Everybody's trying to figure out how the hell they're going to do Freddy without Robert England. You know, he's come out recently and said, no, I'm done, done. I'm never going to do another one, even though I had a really good idea on how he could easily do one more. Oh, yeah. Uh, but a lot of... A lot of people are like really animate about doing their own stunts and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know where he stands on that, but I mean, if you're in your seventies, just let them put the makeup on you and just stand there and do the talking parts and let the young guys, you know, do the running and do the running and the jumping and the flipping and all that crazy shit. You could just have Robert England do the dialogue. Yeah. And let the young guys handle all this stuff. You know, they could easily pull that off with today's technology. But anyway, that's not what I'm here to say. I'm here to say there's your Freddy right there. I mean, they obviously didn't get Freddy right in the remake. Uh, This Freddy, man, it works. The voice, the glove, the look. To me, it was like a a mixture of like, it it was more Wes Craven's new nightmare Freddy, but not exactly. Well, you know, that's kind of funny because the whole premise of Dylan's New Nightmare. It's a spinoff of New Nightmare. It's not a spinoff. It's like a, a sequel. Yeah, that's true. Because Dylan, Dylan was the son. He was uh, the, and they, they used the actual actor, the kid that was in the movie. Yeah. He's all grown up now, and he's had a quote-unquote New Nightmare. What, uh, what's her name? Uh, Heather Vanderkamp? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's supposed to be her son. Yeah. And because if you pay attention at the very end of it, when he pushed the dinosaur back up on top of the thing, yes, it's been stitched together. I was hoping you noticed that because oh I did. man, because in the movie he had a little stuffed dinosaur that Freddie like cut with his glove, and this one has four slashes in it 
that's been stitched up. I guess that. Yeah. Sorry if that's a spoiler, but I I don't think all fans, all people would catch that. Man, if you're a Nightmare on Elm Street fan, go to YouTube and just type in Dylan's New Nightmare and, and watch it. It's I mean, you got 25 minutes, minutes of you your watch life other right stuff. There. I'm sure that's way worse. That's way longer than 20 <laughs> minutes. So yeah, definitely. Uh, there was one time, and again, this isn't spoiler stuff. There was one time in the movie where Freddie kind of turned his head and laughed, and like the way he was, you could tell it was rub like prosthetic. Yeah. yeah, you could tell that it was fake. Like, I, I guess that was a mask with along with a, some makeup, or there was just a lot of latex or whatever they use. Because when he laughed, his mouth was moving, but you, but you didn't have the smile. The face yeah, shift of the muscles where you smile, yeah. it kind of moves. That's the only part where it looked like unconvincingly, like for one second, it looked like a fan film. But other than that, I thought Freddie looked awesome. And I don't even know what their budget was on that. I don't think any of that's been released yet. You can yet. tell, like I've never, I've seen a lot of Freddie masks online and there's actually some really good ones available now. This isn't one that's- if You want to spend available. a lot of money- <laughs> Yeah, this one's not one of the ones unless they took one and modified it because, like, I loved how the bridge of the nose came up into the eyebrows and it made it look like so it made his eyes look more sunk in. Yeah. He just looked creepy. Like, he didn't look looked really good. He didn't look like the, the store bought version of Freddie. He looked, he looked like Freddie should probably look. He had the voice down. I thought the glove was cool. It was like a mixture yeah. of the old glove and then the new nightmare glove. So. It wasn't what I was expecting from a fan-made film. Me neither. And I've been hearing a lot of hype about this for like two years, probably. And honestly, I'd forgot about it till you sent me a box and was like, hey, check it out. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Then you boxed me back like 30 minutes later. I was like, oh, my God, dude, watch this now. <laughs> what was I watching when that came up? I was reading I something know. about it or something. I was like, oh, yeah, whatever happened with that movie? Because like I said, it got they got delayed heavily because they announced the first, it years before they, they finished it. The first video you sent me was uh, had something to do with Dylan's new nightmare. It was like the making of or. Yeah, I think that was or it. something. And then you sent me that right after it. And, oh, and watch the credits. It's it's not not because there's a post credit scene, but there's some behind the scenes pictures and stuff during the credits that I enjoyed. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I think a lot of the the way they shot this movie, the way they made Freddy look scary, was the angles and the and the lighting. It always looked kind of dark and shadowy. Not not so dark you can't see him. Like there's even some day daytime stuff, so it wasn't like they shot it all of it at night. No, well you could tell they shot it all on a, a set somewhere. Um, how much time do we have left on this? I don't know why Zoom cuts the. Was it was it thirty minutes? minutes? Thirty thirty five minutes. They give you thirty minute meetings if it's if you're doing the free version. If the free version, yeah. How is that stopping people from? How is this, that stopping people from doing the free version? Because you just have to start a new meeting. It's not really that. It's not. It just. And then with editing for stuff like this, it's not going to make a difference. Uh-uh. 
It's not like it makes you wait five more minutes to start or immediately start another meeting and then just start the timer back over. No, it's just a business class stuff. I mean, if you want to use it, not have to restart a meet. Yeah. It's more I guess of a if convenience you're using, If you're trying to slip by and use it corporately, like me and you are just one-on-one. If you got like a meeting scheduled with a bunch of people, yeah, it'd be, it'd be inconvenience yeah. to have to start the, a new meeting over again. So, and that's what they want. They want you to buy the business version. Yep. We ain't got no money. <laughs> well, I look, I looked into getting it and I was like, no, no more. We're going to be using it for right now. <laughs> well, until we get everything ironed out, you know, that's, and that's kind of what that last episode was. The one we're putting on Patreon. It, it was, uh, it was really just a big, long, test oh yeah mainly to see if we could do it <laughs> and how it would look how it would sound you being in houston and me being here me having horrible internet at the time and you having an old computer <laughs> yeah i think we came back at the right time because you just got better internet it's oh almost, yeah it's almost i call it halloween season the month of october is halloween season And I've actually got a little bit of time between me getting off and me going to bed now. So the day shift's rough. <laughs> it's only nine o'clock now. We got we got a little bit. Oh, it just told me I'm running oh, out of yeah. time. Yeah, it should oh, say we got like now, a five minute reminder. All right. Well, let's uh it'll be an instant for the viewers, but let's take a quick break. I'm gonna grab another drink and We'll get into the news. I want to do the old news first because it has been the better part of a year since we've done a podcast. And a lot. Well, this this old news is about a month old from the last one we was going to do and didn't get a chance to. So I'm kind of just. This is the last podcast news that didn't get podcasted. (laughs) Yeah. Which some of it's old, some of it's still relevant. So, but yeah, let's do that. Let me go grab another drink too, and we'll be back. We'll be right back. Yeah, and what I was saying before I hit record is, uh, I may go ahead and throw this out on the video version of this out on Patreon. Just give our patrons a little something. They deserve it. They're helping support. Do it. You got the whole cinematic look going on on yours, and I got the whole Caesar look going on over here. Without grapes and somebody to fan me. <laughs> so I was um, one one of the problems that we have is until you get so many subscribers on YouTube, you can't change the name of your YouTube channel. Yeah, like basically your YouTube. Like it, like if if you're like a if you've got a bunch of subscribers, I don't know what the number is. You you can change your name so that your YouTube channel is youtube.com slash real pop culture. We don't have that because we don't have enough subscribers. But the one video we have out there is is finally, even though you can't search and find real pop culture, even because of the algorithm, we're not popular enough. We're well, not I can cool. find it, but you cool have kids. to scroll through a couple things before it pops up. Well, the thing that the video we have out there. 
is well, we have 18 subscribers. That's more than I thought we had two or three. Um, I did a Friday the 13th part seven film location video. And yeah. to, for me to find our channel, I have to, when I'm searching, I have to type in the real pop culture podcast Friday the 13th. I have to be that specific just to find that video so that I can pull it up. Uh, so hopefully one day we'll have enough subscribers to where we can. Uh, and this is, this has gotten a, I don't know how they found it, but uh, what was that? 1300 views on that one little video I did there. It's only like 17 Let's minutes. See. I type in real pop culture and I have to scroll down and down. But, and but now down. if you do find it and subscribe, then you don't have to worry about trying to find it. Cause it'll be, you know, it'll be one of your subscribe pods podcasts. I mean, uh, YouTube channels. Well, the thing that kills me whenever you do the search, it'll say, do you mean, and it'll separate it. Yeah. There's you a have to go back to where it's all one word, and it's literally the first thing that pops up. And, and I, that has a lot to do with how you're logged in, though, too. Because yeah, you've, you've probably true. been to real pop culture before. You know what I mean? So that, Yeah, but I the think other that one that pulls up. The other one that pulls up, pulls up real space, pop space, culture space. And I don't know who that is. I don't know. There's professional YouTubers that don't understand YouTube's algorithm. Um, there, there's a lot of factors on, on whether or not you get put in the list. Oh, dude, their algorithm's constantly changing. So the, like I said, the, the best way right now, because this is going to play into a this is going to be a big factor going forward when we start doing the video podcast regular is uh, we're going to need to be, to be able to at least change our name. Let me look that up. Let me see how many it is. I think it's a thousand subscribers. We well, make sure you keep talking in the mic because they can't hear you. Oh, yeah, I moved. Uh, you know what I need to do? I need to strap my microphone to the back of my chair because I lean back and I lean forward in the chair. Uh, you need to get your Britney Spears mic. You know what? I have one. I had to get one for work. And it's not really a cheapo either. It's like a Logitech, I think. Well, we'll have to try that out later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, not tonight. But, I, you know, I felt, felt weird at first wearing one of those, but now I'm just kind of used to it because everybody does. Sorry, I just stick with my headphones. Neither my AirPods or the Apple plug-in ones. So how many does it say we got to have? I'm trying to find it. This says, well, I lose my subscribers if I change my channel name. It says, no, you won't. You can change your handle twice within a 14-day period, according to that. Yeah, we'll look it up later. Yeah. This says you can only change your channel name three times every 90 days. But again, I think that's that's after you get so many subscribers. Because like right now, I think our channel name is like youtube.com slash watch question mark V equals Q88. You know, like randomly generated 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not new to YouTube, but I'm I'm new to being a you YouTuber. Okay, our hash brown is <laughs> <laughs> our hash brown is at Real Pop Culture Podcast four four one seven. So search yeah. that and see see if it see what you find on your end. Well, like you see it anyways, because you're probably a subscriber. So let me do. Cause I'm not logged. In. I am right here. I'm gonna try it. Okay, yeah, it comes up as number. Well, you got to add first, and then it comes up as number two if you search at if you search at Real Pop Culture Podcast four four one seven. Uh, after we get so many subscribers, I'll be able to take off the four four one seven. Basically, it's what that boils down to, from what I understand. There's probably people that, out there that have a million subscribers from just recording and playing a video game that knows a million times more than me at this point. But I'll figure it out. Yeah, it's because we ain't really researched it much either. I have a little. That's how I, I found that out. But I know I've I've had like three or four KillJ YouTube channels because I forgot the passwords. <laughs> That's bad. All right, so let's get to the news. Enough about us trying to figure out YouTube about like a bunch, couple of old men. <laughs> That's kind of what we are now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you like I my new hat? A lot of this, I Just do. My... I couldn't tell what it says. Coca-Cola? Yeah, Coca-Cola donated a bunch of uh, hats, well, a bunch of swag to the, the, the Bonner benefit we did, which we'll talk about later. Uh, and I bought a raffle ticket and won this hat and like a badass karaoke Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, we don't want to talk about that. Oh, did you want to win that too? Dude, I spent 60 bucks on that. Well, you can play with it anytime you want. It's okay, over cool. <laughs> it's really I cool. Get, I charged. You were here that night. I charged it up. Yeah. We played around with it a little. I did get win two blankets. We want a blanket as well. So I was happy with that. I, I was mainly a, just giving them money to give them money for a little yeah. or so. It's like they wouldn't let us like bring in a plus one. We had to pay, but I was like, well. I'm donating to LeBonner every time I pay. So I paid for, yeah, uh, her, well, well, for Alicia and the kids. And, you know, and if I win, I win something cool. If I don't, well, I just donated to LeBonner. So it's kind of a no. Yeah. I went, I went through and just gave them $10 just to start out with before I even did any raffles or anything. Yeah. So we'll yeah, talk like about I said, show later. Uh, right now, let's do some news. Some of this is old. Like the Rebel Moon trailer is out on Netflix. I might lose and my nerd card, but oh, uh, what is what is that exactly? That's one of the new Star Wars a movies. A new show? A movie? Yeah. I'm assuming it's a show, but it's got some really big names in it. Uh, Charlie Hoonan they got is Disney in money. it. Well, this is Netflix, so. What? No yeah. way. And Rebel Moon trailer is on Netflix. They're going to put a Star Wars show on Netflix when Disney has its own Plus channel? The Disney Plus? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean. Damn. That's crazy. It's got uh, Charlie Hoonan on it. Because Marvel from, even uh, pulled all their stuff from Netflix because of the Disney deal. Mm. 
I might have uh, lost my nerd card then, but now I'm curious. But then again, I'm not just a, I'm not just a huge huge Star Wars guy. I don't know that that's good to say on a podcast like this. What's it called? Rebel Moon. Rebel Moon. No, I take that back. It's not a Star Wars or any of that. It's just a. It's a space movie. Zack Snyder is the director. It's like a Star Wars. I don't want to say wannabe because it looks cool from what I've got pulled up here. Looks really cool, but but it's not connected to Star Wars. It's just a a, looks like a cool looking space show. Well, from what I read, yeah, we're no longer allowed to be nerds for a while. Well, Zack Snyder pitched it to Lucas Films, and. Lucasfilms didn't go for it. It was supposed to be his more mature Star Wars universe. Well, that, that makes sense because if you go to Lucasfilm or Disney, excuse me, and say, hey, I, I want to do this Star Wars show. If they say no, you could be like, well, you don't own the rights to space and yeah. the future or I technically the past a long time ago in a galaxy far away. So I just go make my own with new characters. Then I won't be connected to your universe. Yep. Well, that's basically what this is. Uh, it says the release date is December 22nd. So, I mean, the trailer I watched was really good. I'm going to watch it when we get off of here. It's going to be an interesting movie. You know, to say the least. So, is it a movie or a show? Did we figure that out? It's a movie. It's got Charlie Hoonan from uh, Sons of Anarchy, Ed Screen, and it is, you're right, it is Netflix. Uh, Gina Malone, Carrie Ells, which uh, that name should be familiar to everybody. It's Princess Bride, uh, Anthony Hopkins. And this is going to be, it's, apparently it's going to be a two-part movie because part one comes out December 22nd. Nice. Looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah I'm looking, I mean, at, it, I'm looking at some still cool. shots of the trailer right here. And yeah, that looks looks fancy. Yeah. The, the, the trailer I watched was really good. But it's been so long since I watched it, I, I really couldn't remember. I did remember reading Star Wars. He pitched it to Lucasfilms, but I forgot the rest until I just pulled it back up. You know, uh, Lucasfilm has always been pretty lenient on people that did, especially Star Wars spoofs, which this isn't. Uh, it doesn't look like it is, but uh, I wonder like how far you could go if you wanted to do a Star Wars movie, but you didn't have the licensing to do it under the, the moniker. Like, could they have powers, you know, like to move stuff and shit? Like, sort of like well, space balls did. Well, yeah, but that was like a, a straight up parody. Well, that's what a like, this is a legit is. space movie. But like, could you have characters that used something like the force? Like, at, at what point are you call it the force? At what point are you getting into, into like entanglement of likeness rights and stuff like that? Well, I mean, all they got to do is just call it what it is, telekinesis. 
or it's a mutant power. So yeah, there's plenty of people with powers in other movies. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't own telekinesis properties. He just owns the word, the force. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be interesting to see how far you could go before it started getting a little red tapey. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. But, uh, you said something about star Wars and, uh, dude, Ahsoka. I have not watched any of it yet. I haven't either. And this ain't old news. When I was doing research and stuff today, about every third article that I pulled up was about Ahsoka. This show is blowing up. I've heard good things. One thing I've read online that was interesting, and don't say this is spoiler because I have I have known nothing about Ahsoka. I, I haven't watched it so either. There's nothing I can spoil. But I read somewhere that one thing that was holding it up, because this takes place during the timeline where like Luke and Leia are still around, you know, because Ahsoka and Luke were both in the same season, you know, of Mandalorian uh, or Mandalorian. Yeah, I think it was Mandalorian. So if if they're in the same timeline. You know, if if they if they they may have they may be in every episode for all I know, or they may not be in it at all. So again, don't don't start hollering spoiler at me because I, I know nothing at this point. But it said something about they're trying to decide if they want to recast Luke and Leia. And here's my thoughts on that. Even though the de aging stuff, uh, the second time around looked that okay. it was really cool. The first one we forgave just because we were so excited to see Luke. And I did that whole, you know, hashtag. It had to, it has to be Luke, you know? Yeah. They came and got him. Uh, You're going to, I mean, you're not going to stop using these characters. They're too iconic. You're going to have to recast eventually. You can keep de-aging Mark Hamill. You could do a CGI Mark Hamill and use Mark Hamill's voice, or you could do a sound alike or a look alike or, but you're gonna at some point, you're gonna have to recast Luke and Leia. But then you get so into some of those purists, like like you say all the time, you're a purist on certain things, and it just wouldn't go over with, but, with certain so do you people. Think, do you think that because uh, the unfortunate, untimely passing away of um, uh, her real name, Carrie Fisher, and then you know Mark Hamill being like, I think he's how old is he? Seven? Is he seventy? Nah. He yeah, older? he was well, getting close there. Yeah. Like what I'm saying is, when those when those actors retire, should they retire or or you know she passed away? Should they were just retire the characters because the actors aren't going to play them anymore? I mean, that's not really how that's, it usually works. Well, no. Normally, what they do is a reboot and introduce these new characters. I mean, this ain't a soap opera. Soap operas used to change people characters like you know three times a week and you wouldn't expected to know that Dude, my mom for a sister. big time movie like that those are pivotal characters universal characters but are they so pivotal so pivotal that you can't recast them i don't know that's, are they that's so, not something are I can they answer. so iconic that you have to you know what i mean because you're not gonna want to stop making stories with these characters somehow involved 
So this is if that's the case, you're gonna have to recast at some point. This is the, my outlook on it, and I've said this after what the tenth Star Wars movie. I'm tired of the Star Wars movie movies and this same story oh yeah it is a huge universe it's time to move on from the from the skywalker story yes you can't keep telling that but what i'm saying is whether it's games or movies or tv show or something somewhere down the road they're they're not just going to want to retire those characters forever no it'd be a reboot situation and they'll recast them i'm pretty sure but that brings me back to my original point. If they're going to recast them, why not just go ahead and do it if they're wanting to use them in the story and it makes sense? Too soon. Okay. Well, I think there's, an, there's enough story. I think there's enough story out there where you can get away without having directly put Luke or Leia, even if their timelines do cross. I mean, I think that's kind of what they're doing with this Ahsoka. Is it's just her story in the Jedi's, not Luke's story of becoming a Jedi. Well, like let's let's talk about like compare it to Darth Vader. You know, uh James Earl Jones said uh I can't remember if it was Rogue One or the one after. He said, Okay, that's the last time I'm gonna do Darth Vader. I'm retiring, you know. He's in his seventies. He's like, I don't want to voice Darth Vader anymore, but you know, they purchased his l- voice likeness rights. I'm, that's not the right word for it, but they yeah. basically own the rights to re digitally sound bite basically his, his voice. Uh, they own the rights to do that now. So they're going to, they're obviously going to keep using Darth Vader in something or they wouldn't have even bothered. Like, no, we're, since you're retiring, we're just going to retire Darth Vader and never use him again. Well, they're just, Doing that, so now they actually own it. He can't go off and use that voice if he was going to do. He can't use his voice anymore. He has to change it. No, just the Darth <laughs> Vader, yeah, persona for like audiobooks or anything like that. Yeah, and I mean, think about games and like even like amusement park rides where you need new dialogue of of Darth Vader talking. They're gonna did electronically reproduce James Earl yep. Jones's voice as Darth Vader, so we'll and still hear he that Darth Vader in some form. Yep, and they ain't got to pay him every time they do it now because they bought it. Yeah, they made some kind of deal. But again, do you do the same for Luke and Leia? You do you recast? Do you keep de-aging them? Because like at some said, point you're know. gonna, even if it's a hundred years from now, you're gonna want to. Well, if it's a hundred years from now, it's not nothing me or you is going. Oh, they're still going to be listening about. to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I demand it. <laughs> it will continue. We just ain't, you know, we're almost two hundred episodes, and we ain't made it yet. But yeah, we've been almost the- two hundred for a little while now. <laughs> well, we're gonna fix that. Yeah, this isn't just a Especially- we're back kind of thing to for now. Like I'll I listen to one podcast in particular that they hardly ever do new episodes. Um, but they don't ever say we're gonna stop doing episodes. I just you know, life just gets pop one out. Yeah. Um, but that's not the case here. We're gonna get back on a regular what I'm trying to say is we're on we're gonna be back on a regular schedule. And hey, here's a good good thing that came out of this break. 
Some people complained. I heard one Not or a two lot, people but a few people me. fussed at me. Like uh, Bundy won't mind me uh, uh, shouting him out. He sent me a screenshot of how long it had been on my phone. I said, he said, are y'all ever going to do another podcast? <laughs> and I was like, well, yes. you know, the last time we seen Sierra, she was like, y'all got to do another podcast. I've, I've got to have something to argue pop culture about. drinking game. Yeah. So I had to take a drink. Uh, well, I got to open something up. You got a Diet Dr. Pepper? Dr. Pepper Zero. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. So anyway, yeah, I've, I've got a, a couple of messages, some text, some in-person complaints. And I was like, you know, I'm glad that a few people complained because that means that there's people that actually listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> and want to hear more. <laughs> that that's the bigger part they want to hear more well going on for more uh yeah get us back on track we'll uh we'll hit comic book real quick and the blue beetle was number one in the box office for its opening weekend over oh, barbie good wow from what i heard barbie was a killer at the box office and then when Blue Beetle come out, it uh, it took top notch for opening weekend. That, I'm really glad because DC has struggled uh, box office wise. The biggest disappointment, I think, so far being the Flash. Unfortunately, I still, man, we'll get into that later because you don't want to get into that right now. I could do a whole podcast about that. I could and- too. And, and we know, might do that. I'll just say this. Let me let me say this one statement. I get it. Like, I get why it didn't do good in the box office, because some people just straight up didn't want to mess with Ezra Miller. And I get that. Uh, some people just are like, well, I, I don't want to mess with them. It was and, just, just, and and <sighs> some the, the delays, the question of what they're going to do. Some people were he, it's all some people again, wanted them to scrap again. the movie. Some people were like, are they just gonna edit them out of the movie? And I, I get it. Yes, it's, it's complicated, but it sucks that that's the case because it's actually a pretty damn good movie, in my opinion. It's I thought it was great, even though I'm a, that whole anti-Ezra Miller campaign. Yeah. As the flash. And I do understand that. It's it's complicated because of their actions you know off camera yeah yeah but and but i can't help it that the movie was still good despite all that it just was to me man so i really i really hate that they're they say that they had planned if this movie did well i think the quote was and don't quote me on quoting it was something like if this movie does a billion dollars there's going to be a Batman Beyond movie with Michael Keaton as the retired Batman. And uh, now we're not going to get to see that movie because it did not do well. So that alone was enough to make me want to go buy a billion dollars worth of tickets, but I can't afford that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't, I don't have the opening numbers. I had the, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad that, that DC is still putting out movies that are not only good, but doing well financially, because I, that means there'll I, be more of them. And you know what's weird? He was a real a B C list 
character in Teen Titans. Blue Beetle, yeah. And but to me, I really liked him in the animated Teen Titans. But did, the guy that's playing Blue Beetle wasn't he uh, Cobra Kai? Is that the I'm same not thing? sure. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't even seen the trailer. I haven't either. And because that's one of those movies, I'm not going to watch a trailer to till I actually get to sit down and watch the movie. You know, I'm getting to where I, I avoid trailers. Like, um, I recently, and we can talk about this too if you want. Uh, I finally watched uh, the new Indiana Jones movie, uh, but I refuse to let myself read any news about it, watch any of the trailers. Like, I wanted to go in it with it just completely, yeah, with a fresh like perspective of not knowing anything. And, I read and I, a little I feel like bit I benefited as if from that. Well, what really killed me with trailers, and I used to love, I used to enjoy watching a good trailer. Keep talking, I can hear. But Terminator Genesis, yes, completely destroyed trailers for me. And it wasn't the fact that they ruined the entire movie in the first trailer. They did. Which I really hope that I really hope that guy got fired. I tried to talk loud because I was off mic, but I couldn't agree more. That was yeah. a terrible decision Man. to put that in the trailer. The biggest reveal of not only the movie, but of the whole franchise the whole franchise was put into the trailer. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> and it's like they were trying to hide it, not thinking anybody would see it, but it stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I agree. But another thing it, that that kind of ruined me on trailers because now I, the less I know, because the trailer is is to get people excited about a movie. Well, if I'm yeah. already excited about the movie, I don't really need the trailer. I already nope. want to see the movie. You ain't gotta you ain't gotta sell it to me. And another thing that kills me about trailers is they pick the best moments in the movie. They cut them together like the entire movie is going to be that awesome. And then you go in and you watch it and you're almost disappointed going by the trailers. Yeah, because sometimes they frame it to be about something and it's about really something else. It really doesn't do. Yeah. I'd like to try to think of some good examples of, of the opposite, but I don't know how watching trailers really does you a lot of favors as a fan. Oh, crap. We're I don't think time. so. I don't know how it's a few minutes. Uh I just don't the know one, how, if you're already a fan and you're already going to watch it. I don't see why you need the trailer. Yeah. I don't feel There's like a, I missed out on anything by not watching an Indiana Jones trailer. I, I was already going to watch the movie regardless of the reviews, regardless of the trailer, regardless of anything. Yeah. I'm the same way. Even though I hadn't had a chance to sit down and watch it yet. Oh, I thought you did. The only, no, I still haven't seen it. Oh, well, you're in for a treat. There's a lot I've of people been, saying, we've been there's a lot of people shitting on it, but they're crazy if they are. Uh, I don't really go by reviews or criticism. I don't either because either, I so. liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I liked everything but the very ending. The very ending threw me off on that movie. Well, they were just mad because it was about say. aliens. And I'm like, well, they've, they've done everything they can do with the other stuff. Yeah. I didn't mind it being about aliens. I didn't mind it. It just to like me, it just, threw, it just threw off Indiana Jones is what it did for me. <clears throat> but I've went back and watched it numerous times, and now that I know what it's about, 
it doesn't take away from the movie. It actually kind of adds to it a little bit. Is it better than Raiders? No. Is it better than Temple of Doom? No. But is it good? Yeah, it is. Let's do a movies that don't suck about that sometime. That's something we need to bring back. Yeah. You even remember that? We used to have a segment called... I even made an intro for it that's hilariously terrible. God, I missed that intro. We we need to do that. That poor dude on the recorder was struggling. (laughs) Yes, he was. Uh, But the only trailer that I have watched recently, and that's because of Clint, he just kind of throwed it on the message group, was the Doctor Who 60th Mm. anniversary. Can you believe it's already 60th? Like the 50th was amazing. They got to come correct and they've got the right tools to do it. Well, it's three episodes and David Tennant. And it's also bringing in the toy maker, which who was a huge nemesis. And I think it's the second doctor, maybe the third, but I think it was the second, but they got a Neil Patrick Harris paying him. And that dude can play anything. Yeah. Once he did Harold and Kumar, he was he was a made man in my mind. <laughs> oh yeah. That that was great. I didn't mean to jump off on Doctor Who there. No, I'm I just glad got you brought excited. it up. <laughs> no, I'm glad you brought it up. I mean, that's part of the news is we've got a and and when does that uh you said you saw a release date on that? I did, and I've got it wrote down in my Hey, we talked about Doctor Who. Did I tell you somebody sent us a message? Because it's kind of turned into a joke between us and Alicia where wasn't it her that said we talk about Doctor Who too much or something like that? Yeah, she said, uh, I can't do a podcast without talking about Doctor Who. Uh, Yeah. Uh, And you can't do one without talking about Jason. I'm not going to. (laughs) I don't want to. (laughs) But you said somebody sent you a message. They said uh, all the message said was. uh, I want you to talk. Wait, let me pull it up so I don't, I don't misquote it. I don't want to get kicked off on our time. I don't want to pull it up real quick. We got uh, like a minute and a half, so. That's it? I think it stops at 35. We'll just go until it stops, and then we'll just have to pick back up. Well, then I won't know exactly where it stopped. Yeah, well, because it'll tell you your meeting has stopped. Well, I'll tell you what, go ahead and stop it now while you're pulling stop it up now while message. I'm pulling this up and we'll come back right with me yeah. pulling it up. All right. Okay. Okay, the, the email says exactly, and this is all it says. I want to talk about Doctor Who. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> so we just satisfied that that listener. Dude, that is awesome. And it was after we were teasing Alicia about saying we always bring up Doctor Who. I'm like, well, we're a, <laughs> we're a nerdy pop culture podcast. Talking about Doctor Who is kind of par for the course. Almost. Now, the, the rumor is that the 60th anniversary is going to come out November 23rd, which is the date Doctor Who first aired back in 1963. Ooh, man, I love it. So that's a rumor that's not confirmed? 
It's not, dude, they've been so hush hush. There was a uh, screenshot on Twitter that announced the date. And then, like two minutes later, it got taken down and reposted, and the date was all scratched out. And it was talking about uh, something to the sorts of the person that just leaked this is no longer with the company and oh we're man. not saying when it's coming out or anything like that Dang. i hope they don't change the release date because of that though just, just uh, well it, that wasn't the release date number 23rd wasn't and this was this was a couple months ago when this happened i get it on one of my who news feeds that, that comes through all the time well, I know when they did the fiftieth, and don't nobody yell spoiler. This is ten years ago. They uh to keep spoiler spoiling the fact that Tom Baker was in it. They snuck him on set on set into like a, a one of the little trailers, trailer camper things. Kept him there all day in private. Didn't even tell anybody working. I mean, I'm sure somebody had to know, but like. A lot of the staff that were working on the show didn't even know. They filmed the the scenes in private because it was just David Tennant and Tom Matt Baker. Smith and Tom Baker. Oh uh, yeah, so they did their scenes privately with the minimal, very minimal crew. Like they went to great lengths to keep that. They wanted people to be like, <gasps> Tom Baker. Oh, dude, it, it worked. worked for me anyway. I don't know if any. I mean. I, I cried that. a little bit when I seen him. <laughs> it was just that on. emotional, man. Well, dude, I mean, well, because of my mine and your age, that was our Doctor Who, you know? Yeah. That's how I came into Doctor Who was when Tom Baker was a doctor. That might not be the case with people of different ages. No, um, well, even my dad, daddy says that uh, Tom Baker was his Doctor Who. Yeah. And he was Doctor Who for a minute. I really yeah. think that's when the franchise really got established. It's got its momentum with Tom Baker, yeah. Well, because there's there's Tom Baker episodes you can go back and watch now, even though it was filmed in the in the seventies. You could go back and watch now that hold up. Not all of them, but there's definitely some. Man, most definitely of them some. I watched uh, of Tom Baker recently. It's, I mean, they're still just as great. And still love, cheesy side effects. <laughs> one thing I love though is that they had cheesy effects because of their budget. But now oh, that yeah. now that they don't have a low budget, they still pay homage to the low budget by throwing in some cheesy shit every now and then. Oh yeah, well, it's all part of Doctor Who, right there. It's, yeah, it's part of it. Like if you created Darth Vader today, and like for the first time. He wouldn't look like he looks because they No, he'd be all cybered out. Yeah, he would be more like the Iron Man suit or something like uh he would have like what's I got nanotechnology and all that stuff. It, but like because it was low budget, you have to stick with what they had in the 70s. Yeah. And that was like the red lights and the blinking stuff and you know, the the bulky looking stuff that's on it, and it made him uniquely him. Yeah. 
Uh, well, we can move on from Doctor Who news because you know I'll talk forever. <laughs> well, being that it, if, if it does come out in November, there's going to be a, a whole episode that Alicia's not going to listen to coming out at some point. <laughs> well, there'll be three of them probably because it's three series or you know, it's let, three let's episodes. Do this. Let's go ahead and make plans because you know we've established that we're back. Oh, uh, let's do this. Let's talk about all of them on the main show. But you remember how we did the Obi-Wan Kenobi series where we did like three separate Patreons? Just the Patreons, yeah. And like go deep dive for the patrons on every episode. Oh, I'm down for that. There'll be th- there'll be one real pop culture episode where we talk about it, but then there'll be three where we deep dive on Patreon. And it'll be non-spoiler free. <laughs> oh, the one on Patreon will will be Yeah. We're going to try to make it too spoilery. You'll feel like you just watched it, even though you hadn't. Well, let's definitely put that in the books then. We just did. We have to do it now. We promise. We have to. Unless you just don't post this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's happened before. No, I'm I'm too happy about us being back and being this time of year and I'm excited about interacting with the listeners about the uh, the lists. Halloween list, yeah. Uh, I'm excited that people complained that we were gone too long. Because if you go away and nobody complains, then that's not good. <laughs> well, that's a sign you don't need to come back. That's a sign you don't need to come back. <laughs> and look, this is, this is how old these notes are, other than that Doctor Who we just talked about. Uh, Jimmy Buffett had just died when oh I wrote these. So this is from a month ago, almost. But yeah, we lost the the great Margaritaville man himself uh, in early September. I'm sure we've lost iconic pop culture people since then. I, you know, honestly, I don't know. I'm sure we have. Uh, well, this is some more old news with the writer strike going on. The Walking Dead spinoff. As soon as the writer strike is over, the Walking Dead spinoff is going to resume resume production. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh, you talking about the Daryl Show? The Daryl Show, The Walking Dead, The Ones Who Lived. Uh, now, me and Alicia watched Dead City, the one with uh, Maggie and Negan. I hadn't seen that yet. It's good. It's only like six episodes, I think. Have you watched Daryl Dixon yet? No, it, it just, I think it just came out. It's been out for a couple weeks now. I hadn't had a chance to watch it. Matter of fact, it came out on September 10th. Yeah, that's, that's what's in my notes. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Dead City was good, man. I, I really I really enjoyed it. It was a nice change of pace because I'd kind of gotten tired of The Walking Dead. But I will say that final season, I waited a long time to watch it. We Is it I worth fun- it? Oh, yeah. You haven't seen it? No. They I'll ended, on a, second they half ended of strong. Unlike a lot of freaking TV shows, they ended strong, in my opinion. I enjoyed it. I had to go back and check season. it out then. 
But I, I mean, after what was it, eleven seasons total? It's hard to tell because they did all the mid-season hey, bullshit. I don't remember. But oh, uh, it was a nice change of pace because it was still The Walking Dead, but not like it was a different storyline. Yeah, I liked it. But the uh, that new, it. the new spinoff, the ones that live, is going to be the Rick Grimes and Michonne. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's set to come out next year, uh, 2024 release. Well, you know, when they announced that, um, okay, when, and I hate to say this because some people are like, spoiler, but it was like three, four years ago. What, what's, what's the thing about spoilers? If it's been six months or more, I don't want to hear you talking about spoilers. You've had enough time to catch up. I'd say a year. But Just- what? Let's just say as when Rick when Rick there. exited the show, yeah, uh, we talked about the they went on the the, the Talking Dead, which I told Alicia she she power watched like every season of The Walking Dead to catch up to me to watch the final so we could watch the final season together, and I was like the only thing that sucks about the way you're doing it is you don't get the Talking Dead experience and she may not even care about stuff like that but I I like behind the scenes shit like I buy whole collections of Friday the 13th DVDs that I already have. If I think there's some bonus shit on there that I may not have seen yet. I don't care that much about it, but I really enjoy I do like behind the, the scenes stuff dead. though. I like to see the how the, dead. I like to see how the donuts are made, you know? Oh, uh, I just think it's fun and it's fun. Like if you do it, it was fun the way we did it. We would watch the show. Then we'd watch the talking dead afterwards. And then we'd only watch the show again. Cause Normally, because it comes right back on, and we're still hanging yeah. out. But anyway, um, the 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 night they aired the episode where Rick left, there was a lot of people asking, like, "Were well, we ever going to see anything about Rick again? Whether it be, well, you know, I remember them saying there's going to be like a movie about him. Or, well, they said there's going to be three movies, or or two at least." But that was three, four years ago. So now they're saying it's going to be a TV show. So I guess something changed there. But they did make the announcement that not only are you going to see Rick again, but there's going to be two or three movies that we make. And I I don't know if that means like box, like movies at the theater or like movies made for TV. It could be AMC movies. Yeah. I don't know, but that's anyway. uh, that's a little bit of Walking Dead news, and we also got the much-awaited return of Rick and Morty season seven. What? Uh, October fifteenth is when uh, episode seven comes out. This or season seven, the, episode one. This will be with the new Rick and Morty. Yep. And uh, the first episode is going to be called uh, Water Tea. You remember when Ice Tea disappeared? No. Whenever the, the talking heads, when Rick and Morty had to make the song, get Oh, swifty. yeah. The, the big head, show me what you got. Yeah. Well, Ice Tea was the tea made of ice. Okay. Well, when he went back to his world, alphabet world or whatever, his father like forgave him and he went from ice tea to water tea. Mm. So this is going to be the story of that from what I've read. 
I hope it's a trailer out, but I hope they make an offhanded joke about it being a new voice for Rick and Morty. You know they They will. They got to make an underhanded, like silly, like meta comment. Summer will say something. Summer, like Grandpa, you sound or just a little something like that. Like don't overly focus on it. Like don't do an episode about it where they something happens and their voices change or something stupid like that. But it wouldn't be Rick and Morty if they didn't cast shade it themselves. Oh yeah, such a major change. Especially Rick being all fourth wall breaker and shit. And for the people listening that don't know. Uh, the actor that pl- that voiced Rick and Morty, it was the same guy, is no longer with them. He got a little bit of uh messenger trouble. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really deep dive into that, so I, I don't want to speak about it. I didn't it. either. Uh, I didn't. I'm not either. I was leaving it at that. There were some problems, and evidently, and he got. I guess the official statement was fired. Uh, so they were like, what are you going to do about the show? Cause your two main characters are voiced by this guy. He's like, we're just going to get somebody else there. They did a whole, uh, search. So look the same, but they may not sound exactly the same. People were sending in their voiceover work through YouTube to get the, to get, uh, Dan Harmon's attention. Wow. That's cool. Oh, people- there's a, there's a compilation somebody put together. And they kept throwing this one name out at him, talking about, man, you need to get this guy. And he'd do his little thing. Oh, it was really good. If they do pick a fan, you know, they're going to go all in, like, because, you know, they're going to want to try to, they, they're, they're going to try to, like, do the show justice because yeah. they care. Not saying the other guy didn't care, but you know what I mean? Like, the fans, if, if, if a fan gets picked to do it, Oh they're yeah, give it their all. They're gonna make it just worthiness of them getting it. Yeah, but I hope they make just a little joke about it too. Just because I'm sure they just because it's Rick and Morty, but it's not really. I don't think it's gonna affect the show that bad. I could be wrong. I don't think so. Because uh, a lot of people said they was gonna quit watching it. Well, of course they did. Well, they said that if, if watch his name stayed on. And there's so, probably some that said, if you don't, you know what I mean? Like there's always yeah. going to be, there's always, always going to be a div- divided. There's always going to be two schools. Oh yeah. With anything. But that's, that's politics there. And we try to stay There's probably that. people that are like, man, I like real <laughs> pop culture before they took the big break. <laughs> and after they came back after like a year, it just wasn't the same anymore. <laughs> oh, damn. That's, that's funny. Like real pop culture purists. <laughs> Well, then they'd have to be kill pop culture fans. Oh, you know, there might be some kill pop culture pruists. They're like, I hated the after they changed their name, they just weren't the same anymore, man. They just lost. They need to bring back. They Rob sold out. Jordan. Even though we have no, we can't even afford YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can't afford anything, but we sold out. But what did we sell? We don't still have any money. No, if it wasn't for both of us, we wouldn't have everything we got. <laughs> yeah, I had to, every August I have to renew our uh, our licensing for Podomatic, which is our uh, our podcast service that we use. And I got to give them a shout out, man, because they hook us up. Like they've been they've been good to us. They feel sorry to, for us. <laughs> they feel really bad for us. 
and they've cut they've cut us some really good deals. We should be paying more than we're paying, but I, I always like slide under with this uh the special that they run every year. And I've emailed them a couple of times, like, hey man, can I still get that deal? You know, like, oh, sure. Because if I don't, I'm just not gonna be able to afford it. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. just make sure make sure you if you renew by this date, that's what they told me. And they gave me a date in August. I can't remember what it is, but like if you renew by this date, we'll give it to you at at our our deal that we worked out. And yeah. versus like what you would might pay now if you jumped into it. Dude, that helps. Yeah, a lot, they've been, dude. yeah, they've been good to us. Like, I got to give them a shout out. I, I have no complaints. And there's, there's been a couple of things, problems I had, and I emailed their staff, and they got right back with me, and they, they helped me out. So, if you're wanting to start a podcast, I don't, I haven't had dealings with the other services, but I haven't had yet to have bad dealings with Podomatic. So, you know, give them a free plug. Are we still in old yeah. news? Yeah, we're still in old news. Uh, I got two or three more little things. Now, I don't know how true this is. I've read it on two different sites, but there's not a whole lot to go with. But they're making a Highlander reboot. Yeah, we talked about this off mic a while back. John Wick, the director from that directed John Wick, is going to be the director i guess no we actually went off mic we did it on the on the other video episode we recorded i don't I think, think so about, i thought we did because wasn't anthony or clint here and we talked about clint, it but i think me you and clint talked about it after D one night that's possible i get i still get mixed up but uh rumor is henry cavill is going to play <sighs> connor Mc, or duncan mcleod no connor mcleod that would be awesome. We know yeah. he can do some cool sword fighting. Oh, yeah. We saw him in season one of The Witcher because he was actually in season one for a minute. Yep. Of The Witcher, which we don't have to get into that. But, oh, uh, yeah, he can he can sword fight. So we know he can do it. And he's got the look, you know. Well, he don't look like anything like uh, Christopher Lambert did. He can rock the long hair, though, you know. But, yeah, he could pull the hair. I could see him as a Highlander. Hell, even if you didn't bring him in as Duncan, if you brought him in as like a bad guy or something, like he could do, he could be a Highlander. Oh, yeah. Uh, What was his name? Not Cole. Uh, Oh, I can't think of the guy's name now. Anyway, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> yeah, we got to hurry. Especially it. We didn't especially we find any more news. We're, we're probably well over an hour. It's okay to have a long episode though, as long as we've taken off. Oh yeah, uh, there is a new Alien TV series coming out. Oh, I see. I saw that there's going to be a new Alien, but I didn't realize it was a, a TV series. Well, there's going to be a movie. Planned for late next year, but the TV series is coming first from what I read. And they still haven't released a date for it yet, but they're saying early 2024 is what the rumor is. And now to get into the new news, apparently at 1201, the writer's strike is going to be over. 
You know, it's funny you bring that up because I was just reading about the router strike earlier to get ready for the podcast. Yeah, and see, I touched on it in the earlier news from a month ago. But this is what's weird. The whole ATF, SAG, whatever it is, they've decided to stop the rider strike. But now there's fixed to be a video game strike for some odd reason. The developers of video games, like all of them, are going to strike? I I don't. That's just what popped up. It talked about the end of the rider strike and the beginning of video game strike. And I was like, it's kind of weird. We haven't really quite yet to see the repercussions as the, the consumers of things that riders make yet because they stay so far. There's still stuff coming out that they wrote way before, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, we haven't like ran out of new stuff yet, but we're going to. Even though I think there's going to be an influx of stuff because these riders aren't going to stop riding; they're just going to stop. You know, they're just not pitching any of it right now. Yeah, there's there's still riders though; they're still riding stuff, I'm sure. And it'll be like, okay now that the ride it now that the strike is over. Here's all this stuff I wrote when we were striking. Yeah, here you know, and so there'll, there'll be an influx, but there's gonna. At some point, we're going to hit a little bit of a drought, and we're going to feel it as viewers, sort of like we did with COVID. You oh, know, there yeah. was a COVID drought. Well, I think that what the that drought is going to hit us is there's going to be possibly some more reboots that that happen, lazy writing, and then we're going to start getting all the new stuff. You know right who's benefited that. from the writer strike? The professional wrestling. John Cena's back. The Rock is back. Like all the all the people, not all of them, but a lot of the big names that went on to acting. Like the Rock has made at least one appearance or two, and John Cena's made a few. I don't watch it like I used to, so I don't know, but I know that they're back in the picture. That'd be another because I mean what else is on topic right there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, since you wanted to bring up wrestling. Well, I want to I'm bring, on the new news now, so I want to bring up because uh, you you mentioned the, the strike. The um, that made me remember that the, the the animated films aren't affected by the strike. I don't think. I think I heard somebody say that because uh, DC is fixing to release a new animated Justice League movie, and one thing about DC, you can say what you want about their you know movie movies, but. They've made, some, they've made some really good animated movies. Like they're leading yeah. the market on that. And so this being an official justice league, I forget the name of it. I had it pulled up, but then I rebooted the computer. Oh, uh, but it's going to be, I a, probably had it. It's coming out like pretty soon. I'm not sure where it's at. No, I don't have that. I did see that though. So I'm always I'm always excited when they're going to release a new DC's going to release a new animated film. Man, I'm excited about all all of them that they release because to me they're great. Nine times out of ten, I mean they've released some classics, some killers. Yeah, that'll stand the test of time. But you were talking about wrestling, and did you know WWE 
and UFC officially merged under one group now, and it's called the TKO group. Yeah. They talked about it on, on, uh, because we actually watched that night because we were like, are they going to make an announcement? Are they going to come out and say something? And triple H came out and he said, uh, basically he said, nothing's going to change. Uh, he said, we we have different owners now, but it's still going to be the same show. Cause a lot of people speculate just, like, are they going to try to merge the two together? And I'm like, no, that wouldn't work. It's two totally different things. I mean, it, it seems like it has similarities, and I guess in some ways it does. But, but, but you've had so many wrestlers go to UFC, and so many UFC people come to wrestling that you well, w- wondered when they would actually not really join forces. But I think they've basically joined as much as they're going to join in as much as some wrestlers are going to go over to mixed martial arts, and some MMA people, especially the ones that retire. Yeah. are going to come over and they're already doing that and they have done that and continue to do that but i don't think they're going to mix storylines i mean they might but i doubt it like i don't think that would be a smart move and i think you need to keep them separate because yeah. wrestling is entertainment and mma is combat sports you know and that's the two which is even more entertainment but um and since the undertaker's retired he's come out and said that that whole infamous video of him and brock lesnar Interaction at a UFC event was in, staged. In, it was intentionally done. Yeah. Oh, he went okay. there knowing yeah. he went there for a reason, basically. And I don't know. Okay. Yeah, like everybody wondered, like, was that was that real or was that you know a storyline or? And it was kind of both. Like he knew he was going to go there and do something, and then it happened. You know what I mean? Like it. It wasn't scripted, but it was planned, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. They say that nothing's going to change. It's just they, and companies switch ownerships all the time, you know. What else you got? Oh, well, a little bit of uh, monster news for us. I like monster Apple news. has shared the first photos from Monarch. Legacy of Monsters movie. What is that? Monarch was the the uh, company and Godzilla and King Kong and mm. it's like that super secret government agency. Oh yeah 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 that's right that's right. Well, they're doing a a movie called Legacy of Monsters, huh. and it's only going to be on uh, Apple. Apple Plus or Apple TV, whatever it is, when it comes out, uh, they still don't have a, a release date for it, from what I can see. But they have already started showing photos of of screen captures and stuff like that. And they said they're using the Godzilla from. Want to say he said nineteen eighty four. When Godzilla looked really like Godzilla and not the no, overgrown well, iguana from were, the overgrown iguana was one from the two thousands, like early two thousands. Yeah. Uh, now there was one that was a reaction to that in the two thousands that went back to, and I think it was called Godzilla two thousand or something like that. It, yeah, I think it where was. They, they went back to the classic Godzilla look, and then this new 
this newest incarnation. It seems like they tried to blend a hybrid of the two, a hybrid of of a new Godzilla and with the nods to the old. Which I like the new Godzilla, and then it it kind of looks up to date, I guess you could say, for a monster. <laughs> but the 80, 84 Godzilla, that's the one that. According to the article I read, is is the uh, look they're going for? Okay. So we get back to what look year did Godzilla for. start? Was it the fifties? Uh, late fifties, early sixties, maybe. Yeah. Uh, and we're already getting another warning. According to this, we got ten minutes left, though. All right, it might do it on the forty-minute mark. Then, does you at the top of your screen? Do you see uh, remaining time? No, mine's mine counts up. It says thirty minutes. Well, now in the top right corner, mine says thirty minutes. Oh, but, but see, you're the you're the recordee because you're the oh, one. Oh, because hosted I hosted the meeting. The meeting. But yeah. yeah, according to this, we've got nine minutes and thirty seconds left. Okay, well, I don't have but just two or three more things, and uh, there's still talks about a Red Sonya reboot coming out. I didn't know that. Uh, well, they had talked about it probably before COVID. And then that was one of the many things that got put on the back burner. Well, I guess now they're actually like, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Well, I'm excited. A Conan movie this. coming out. Did we not touch on that on the last podcast, the Patreon podcast? Maybe because the, what I heard the synopsis was going to be, it's like old man Conan. Who's been king? You know where it ended. He was like the king, and he was sitting yeah. on the throne. You know, like the the thinker. Uh, and this is like whatever forty, fifty years later, or whatever. And then some shit pops off, so they don't have to de-age Arnold Schwarzenegger. He could just jump back in there, which he still looks great for a guy in his seventies. In the seventies, yeah. I hope I look that good when I turn seventy. Hell, well, I, I know there's. I don't look book. that good now. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a book. About uh, it's called Conan the King, so I wonder if they're going off that book. Hopefully, so you know, they say the book's usually better, yeah. Uh, did a, did a like a three part Netflix series that was pretty good if you're a fan of him. Like, a I can't see it. What is it, Foobar or something like that? Can't remember what it's called. Just if you just type in Arnold, it'll probably pop up, but. Yeah, he did something called Foobar because him and Chris Pratt was in all these uh, Which Netflix I read, commercials. I read talking Arnold, about it. Arnold's first book. It's just called Fantastic. It was seven CDs long. This is back before Audible, and I bought, yeah, <laughs> I bought the like the CDs of the audio book, and it was like seven CDs long, and I really enjoyed it. Good God, I find it. It was a good book. You could probably find it on Audible. I just I, I've always been interested in him, and I know he's he's probably been everybody's had their scandal or whatever, but uh, he always fascinated me because he put his mind to like being a bodybuilder and became the number one bodybuilder of the world. Then he said, "Now I want to be an actor, and I'm gonna retire from bodybuilding." He became like the number one action movie star. Action act, yeah. And then he's like, "You know what? I'm gonna get into politics," and he became the governor of California. It's like. That dude, like, when he puts his mind to something, he's gonna freaking do it. And he and in this in this documentary, he talks about 
you know, all the stuff that it takes to, to be that driven and that determined. And I don't know. I, I, I think it's a good show to watch, even if you don't like him. Yeah. Or even if you're against him because of politics or whatever reason, like he's a, he's, he's a good motivator. Put that cookie down now. And he suffers no fools. You know what I mean? Like he's a monster. <laughs> he's like, do it. Do it now. <laughs> Sometimes you need to I've hear got, that. I, man, I've got nothing but mad respect for Arnold. First, I would like to just get to know you. Arnie. He is. He, he's just. I mean, t- dude, you got to think growing up, he was our number one action hero. What the hell is going on? Yeah, dude. Freaking you had Commando, predator. you had Predator, you had uh, Running Man, you had Commando. Yeah, Commando was his first movie. You drunk bitch. Well, technically no, but it was. Well, it'd be Terminator, wasn't it? Before he got huge. Terminator, Terminator put him on the map, like, for sure. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. I always loved Commando. That, that movie was awesome. Come on. Don't bullshit me. <laughs> Uh, opening scene <laughs> he's like walking up a hill with an with a launch tree <laughs> on his shoulder and a chainsaw on the other yeah like so ridiculously unrealistic but like it had that that wow factor when i was a kid like whoa he's carrying a whole tree i am crazy but that and was, it, it was dude, the that entire, was entire tree <laughs> But that was his entire movie makeup of the eighties and nineties. That was I love the excess of the eighties, man. Like, and that was the excess of the freaking uh, action heroes. Yeah, because he had just come off Mister Universe, and was like, "I'm gonna be an octa," and bam, he's toting a tree down a mountain. Let me talk to your mother. I tell you what, we got four minutes left. Let me end this meeting and let's just do one more of just us bringing it home. You know what I mean? All right. Well, I've still got two things to talk about that you'll want to talk about. That's fine. I just don't want to get cut off. You know what I mean? All right. That'll work. Let's go ahead and do another quick breaky break. All right. Take this thing out of the case and stick it up your nose. Pull these back up. Every time we took a break, I was reading about uh, 3D printing miniatures. So... (laughs) (laughs) Do you have that uh, resin printer up and going yet, or is that no? Something? I won't. I won't have anything up and going until moving to your. We new- get yeah. We get my place finished, and I get. I've got an entire room that's dedicated to nothing but three D printing. Nice, and it's also going to be my media. You have your own room printing too. farm. Yeah, but it's also going to be my media room where I set up so we can do podcast and play D and D. So I'm not just stuck in my bedroom all the time. So yeah, whenever I, uh, upgrade my computer, my next thing is I'm gonna get a green screen to put out here. So like in the background, you won't just see my messy man cave slash bar, but you'll see yeah. like a real pop culture, a digital real pop culture banner or logo or something. Actually, it'd be cool if you done it in your study where you've got your whole Jason corner and nerd corner and all that going on. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because I think one of the videos I want to put out because that that location, Fire 13th location video I did is, is done pretty well. I mean, pretty well for my expectations. Uh, I'm going to do a tour 
or like a short video of just showing off my if you look right there if you're watching this on patreon way back there that's my jason shelf for the man cave but like inside where my study is i've got a, a whole big much bigger uh jason corner <laughs> uh with a lot of cool stuff on there and i wanted to like just do a, like a, a quick breakdown a rundown of all my showing off my jason shit you know yeah and that's one thing i'm excited about too about getting my own place it's yeah, like an actually at your old house you had a lot of stuff on display but like even if you just put up the stuff that i've bought you since then <laughs> man like, i've bought you so much fire uh not my street shit that like now i'm like that looks cool but have i already got him that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm afraid i'm like duplicating stuff that i'm getting for you that's why it's hard for me to buy you Jason stuff because I've already bought you everything I could find at one point or another. And <laughs> that's another cool thing about having a, a small Jason display out here and then a big one in the house is that if like if I do have a duplicate, then I'll just put one in each location. I have a satellite Jason museum and then the main Jason museum. <laughs> yeah, because they're much a of a problem bit. I have. I was buying you two of everything so you could put some in your office at work and then the other in in the house. And yeah. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Oh yeah. People have bought me so much Batman shit, star Wars stuff. Like I got a bunch of stuff to put on display in that room. It's, it's literally going to be like a museum when I get done with it. Well, see, that's kind of like me, that little nerd corner I had on my wall and in my bedroom. At the old house, you even had some firefly a, shit in there. Like you had some, oh man, Doctor Who stuff. Like I've got stuff that I've got put in storage because I didn't have a place to put it, and it was just too awesome to get rid of. Yeah, and I had to hurry up and put my Jason shelf together, my Jason corner in my study because I had so much shit in storage for so long that I was running out of storage. <laughs> so I yep. needed to hurry up and get it on display so that I can store more stuff in my storage areas. But um, yeah, when I get ready to unpack all my stuff, you'll have to come over. We'll break out the GoPros or the phones. Do a tour of all and, that. Stuff. And, well, and do like a, a re unboxing. Cause I mean, I've got stuff. Yeah, that I don't even remember. Cool. I've got. Cool. <laughs> all right. So hit, uh, but, uh, me, hit me with the phone. Okay. Uh, did you know Brandon Frazier was in the Batgirl movie that they scrapped? Uh-uh. And apparently he gave an Oscar-worthy performance in this DC movie. And it showed some well, they uh, say that he screen did clips an Oscar-winning performance in uh, The Whale. Oh, that's what he won an Oscar for. He did win. Okay. So pr Man, prior I, to him I winning, watch it, people say said that he should. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. Um, it's on my list for sure. It's all because I like Brandon Fraser. Of course I do. I mean, you know, Encino Man, the Mummy was badass. Yeah, but yeah, I thought that was awesome, and it actually showed some pictures uh, of him dressed up in character in the movie in this article. Oh. And I was like, man, why'd they have to scrap that? That would just that'd have been awesome. You know, he's done, uh, he's done some other work for DC. He's done some voiceover stuff, I know. He was the, one of the characters in uh, 
what was that DC show? Brother John was in. He's like a a, a tin man kind of character. You're talking about uh, I'm just Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. Doom yeah. Patrol. I love that show. Man. He was one of I the. I think the, the newest series. Yeah, he was a robot man. Was that his name? Yeah, and uh, I think there's a new season of that coming out. Some first of next year, I think. Okay, that show is really good. Uh, a little bit of news. Do what? I was showing off on Metallica shirt, Master of Puppets. Oh, well, you can't you... really see it because you're not in camera. Yes, I am. No, you're not. You're like on the side. I can't see you. Oh, yeah. I can flip my view. And right now. Well, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Nobody cares about that. <laughs> Nobody cares uh, if they can see me or not. <laughs> well, if you put it on Patreon, they're going to. But there's a new spy movie out called Argyle. Never and heard that. I hadn't either. It's it's new, new, and it's got Henry Cavill, John Cena. There you go. You can see me now, can't you? Yeah, I can see it. Just get the mic back. Oh, I like that shirt. But it's got Henry Cavill, John Cena, Bryce Dallas, Bruce Dallas Howard, <coughs> Sam Rockwell, Dua Lipa, Brian Cranston, Catherine O'Hale, and Samuel L. Jackson. And it's a James Bond type movie that or it. Cavill's playing a James Bond type character. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, that looks like it's going to be really good. I'm on the Cavill train. I hope he doesn't have some kind of weird controversy come up in his life where he gets in trouble or has to be listed. I don't think he's going to get I, I really hope cancel culture doesn't try to hit him. <clears throat> I mean, he's he's one of the good guys right now, it seems like. So far, as of this recording, 9-28-23. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen to this uh, five years from now when he gets in trouble for something crazy. And then like, oh, real pop culture said he was. Oh, they guy. endorsed him, man. Oh, they're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> they took up for the guy. Well, that's before we knew that he did the thing he's going to do bad later. But I hope he don't. But that, yeah. That's Superman, dude. You can't do them bad. Stay super, man. <laughs> oh, I got a dad joke for you real quick. All right. What's blue, but doesn't weigh that much? Light what? blue. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got two things for you. I'm gonna go and hit you with this one first because I don't, I don't know how you're gonna react to the last one. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. There is a movie coming out November 10th. It's a Christmas horror slasher thriller, and it's called A Wonderful Knife. A wonderful knife. Okay, I have, I do have a reaction to that because I, I was late to the party, party, but I watched that, uh, that movie, uh, 
with David Arbor. It's called Violent Night. Oh, dude, that movie was so great. Wow. Amazing. It was hilarious. It was action-packed. It was bananas. It was just like... It was awesome. The whole Santa Claus theory on that, man, just blows me away. The Santa Claus lore. Like, he used to be a really bad person, and, like, he just got a chance to redeem himself by being Santa Claus to people. Well, it was kind of like Santa Claus is many different people, and it was just that interaction this time. It was him. And that was awesome. About when it when they when he talked about his backstory, when it showed yeah, him it would just be a covered in tattoos, being like a Viking, just killing people with his hammer. I was like, whoa! Santa yep. Claus used to be kind of a badass, but badass, kind of, <laughs> kind of mean too. But now he he redeems himself by being Santa Claus, like he. He got a second chance. Yeah, I, I, I well, like that movie. It was the reason. All the reasons I like that movie are probably a lot of the reasons people don't like it. <laughs> like I like, I, I like bananas it. sometimes. I loved it, man. It it was it was a take on a horror Christmas slasher that it wasn't really horror. It was like an action Christmas movie and a comedy because there was a lot of funny. Yeah. Movies. Yes, it was, and I, though I guess the reason I'm saying horror is because it's the whole very, very gory, like gory, a lot uh, of violence. Yeah, yeah. But the synopsis of this movie right here, kind of crazy. Uh, oh, your boy uh, John McHale's in it. John McHale. John Joel McHale. I'm sorry, from Community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Justin Long's in it. That's cool. Uh, The synopsis is, a year after saving her town from a psychotic killer on Christmas Eve, uh, her life is less than wonderful, but she wishes to never been born, and she finds herself in a nightmare parallel universe and discovers that without her, things could be much, much worse. Okay. Now the killer is back, and she must team up with the town misfit to identify the killer and get back to her own reality. That's like a win-win for me right there. Parallel universes. Sounds like something I'd watch. Sounds like yeah. most of our listeners would probably watch. But uh, it comes out November 10th. So now for the big news. Is this like the headliner of the news? For me and you, it is. Okay. Because we actually talked about this not too long ago offline. And uh, we said, man, I'm surprised they ain't tried to reboot this yet. And was like, dude, there's no reason to do that. That show was great. So they are rebooting the Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Yeah, I knew I knew about that. And I'm excited. Oh, did you? Yeah, Troma. Is that the company? In it Troma Films? Yeah. Trauma Tromaville. Uh is it gonna be a show or a movie? I'm assuming it's a movie. I'm good with either. Uh, hold on. It tells me 
Elijah Wood is actually played. I think uh, I may be wrong. I think I've got the Toxic Avenger number one comic book. Unless that was like volume two and I didn't know of a volume one. But I know I, I have a Toxic Avenger number one. I know with comic books, they reboot a lot so that you could have oh, more, yeah. more than one number one. Like I've got like three Batman number ones, but I don't have the Batman number one, obviously. But if you did, would you sell it? No. Why? <laughs> I got a job. It, I make money. Yeah, but it's worth a lot of money. But what's what's more important? <laughs> money or having the first Batman comic book? <laughs> Depends on how much money it's actually worth. Millions. Then probably money. <laughs> yeah, I was looking. They had this huge auction. It was an online auction a couple of years ago, and they sold the screen-worn Friday the 13th Part 6 mask for over $60,000. Wow. And I was like, they got a good deal. Because <laughs> that's really cool. Yeah, there was. A but yeah, I just I just found out about this. So yeah, that's. Cool. I was like, oh hell yeah! So that's my official nerd news of, I guess you could say the month, for the most part. Yeah, we've we're gonna go a little long on this episode, but man, I mean, we had to, we have to catch up. We had to recap a an entire year. I tried to keep the podcast around an hour, but. We're not syndicated. We're not. We're not even yeah. sponsored anymore. We're <laughs> we can do anything we want to do, but we pretty much did anyway. People's attention span. <laughs> people's attention span has gotten so bad that TikTok is famous for being short. <laughs> you know. Well, dude, now when I watch YouTube, I normally watch YouTube shorts. I know because it's just a lot of stuff real fast. I mean, like, other than like long form podcasts, might be. You know, kind of antiquated at this point. We need yeah, to condense but, our podcast into thirty seconds. Ha 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 ha! Bye. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're nerds. We're kind of dumb, but we're kind of cool too. Love you, bye. <laughs> Love you, mean it. <laughs> that would um, be our. T- that's our TikTok. Yeah. Well, if we had some way, I'm going to visuals- turn that into a TikTok. Me saying that. If we had some way to do visuals just to like recap like two second pops of everything we're talking about, then you could do TikToks. But I'm not. I would love if we had, if we had in like revenue from this podcast, if that ever happened, I would definitely hire a staff, one for doing shit like that, like shorts. And another yeah. one for doing like the best of like our funniest moments. Cause if you listen to this podcast, you're like, those guys are kind of funny, but sometimes we're real funny. <laughs> sometimes we're not funny at all. Sometimes we're not funny. At all. We think we are, but. but if you cut together like the best of, and you cram and you showed that to somebody, we would get more listeners. I think. Well, it'd be a lot easier if like, if we wasn't what's called a general podcast, and we stuck to one topic. Yeah. Because, you know, that's how I found the Y-Files, which is on, which 
Well, it's already off now. But uh, yeah, yeah he came on tonight. So that's how I found him. He just given a brief, what one minute talk, and I was like, "Oh crap!" So I went and watched all of his shorts, and then was like, "Oh, this dude's got a YouTube channel." And well, he was struggling hard at the beginning. He said he said this on one of his uh, after falls shows. Yeah, he said that uh, during COVID, he he moved to a new location and started the the YouTube channel, and nobody yeah. was watching it until he did TikTok where he did those TikTok yep. shorts. And he said he doesn't like doing those, but that's what got it, him famous. And so now he's got, what, a million subscribers? Uh, probably. I don't know. I was, it's one of my I favorite podcasts. He had right a, I mean, my, he had a couple. I don't know if he'd hit 100,000 or if he was already a couple hundred thousand when I just accidentally found him. And he's dude, got the perfect everything gimmick. has grown, man. He's got the perfect gimmick. He's got the hecklefish. Which is hilarious, you know, and he's he he does conspiracy stuff, but he's real particular <clears throat> about the ones that he puts out there, you know. Well, not only that, if he can debunk it or if the truth is really out there. Yeah, and he lays everything out there. He he's like a non-biased. He's not trying to sell it. He's not trying to say, I believe yeah. this or you should believe this. He's just saying this is what is out there, and this is what people are saying about the story. And then this is the evidence that's real. And then he's like, so is it true? And he's you like, get to decide. unfortunately not. He, this and this and this. And I'm like, oh, man. But his whole and thing he is tells like, it so great. He's not trying to make you believe the story. He's just telling you the story. Yeah. And then you get to decide whether you believe it or not. Yep. I like that. I like a yeah. uh, an objective view on things like that. He's great. And, and I try to tell everybody about it. Everybody, I, we start talking about podcasts and YouTube. And after I tell them about real pop culture, I'm like, you need to check out the Y files on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, man. What episode is hey, this? You, uh, this would be 194. 194. Yeah, that's right. Because we're going to call the lost episode just a regular Patreon episode. Yeah, I think on on the episode we call it 194, so this will be like 194B. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. But that there's, means you have to hurry up and put out the Patreon. Oh, it's done. I just got to upload it. Okay. I'm done with it, finally. <laughs> Hey, editing, you know they're uh, editing video and audio together is way harder than editing audio. I'll just say that. Oh, I know, I know. I told you I'd do it though. Yeah, I got a little bit of experience doing it. Well, later on when we get further up the road, we're I'm, I'm gonna like, uh, not outsource, but like other people are gonna have other responsibilities as well. But right now we're just a couple of dumbasses talking about shit we like, and it's simple. Yeah. And I need to break my Mac back out. We need to use it again. The mobile unit. <laughs> yeah, because I upgraded it. I put a uh, SSD in it. And, dude, that thing is so much faster now. Yeah, if you have an older computer with a spindle drive, putting an SSD in it uh, can definitely bring it back to life. Oh, it did. But computers are so cheap nowadays, it's almost like... 
computers might be cheap. MacBooks aren't cheap. <laughs> no, yeah, that's true. I don't, I don't really dive into the Mac world too much. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with it on a certain yeah. level, but I'm no expert. It takes a whole new learning everything to, to be a Mac guy. Yeah, especially yeah. to be both. So. One thing, yeah, wanted, that's, uh, one thing I want to talk about before we get off of here, and I, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this, and I'm not I'm not trying to like bring it down, but uh this is the first podcast we've done since the passing of our bass player, Shane. Shane. And uh the reason I definitely bring him up in the real pop culture world is because he was my Lord of the Rings guy. Like you're you're like you're like the Doctor Who guy. Cause you know more about Doctor Who than I do, and you watched all of the shit that I, I haven't watched. Well, with him, like he was the Lord of the Rings person. Matter of fact, for Christmas, he was also the Witcher guy, man. Yeah, he knew the, he played the, the game, games. man. Yeah. yeah, way before the show. Matter of fact, for Christmas one year, I bought him like a big, humongous. Well, it's about this big version of the the ring, and it was sort of like a necklace, but more like a decoration kind of thing. And I I told him one time because. I'm that kind of person. Like, I don't think that just cause you're my friend or just cause you're my family member or something that you necessarily have to listen to my music or yeah. you're expected to like my podcast. I don't really, I mean, you can be, you can be my friend and not like what, I, what I do creatively. That's, that's fine. So I don't really push myself on people in my circle, but I said something one time at a, at a band practice. I was like, Hey man, you'd be proud of me. We talked about, uh, some Lord of the Rings stuff. He's like, he said, oh, I know. I was like, you listen to the show? He's like, yeah. He said, I listen to it. I was like, wow, that's cool, man. Because not only was he a, the bass player for Kill J, but uh, he was a listener of real pop culture. And uh, we nerded out a lot on the Lord of the Rings because that was his big thing. You know, the books, the movies, all yeah. that. Um, and, you know, and I said we would talk about the benefit show. This was the first Kill J show that we've done since, since. he passed away. And uh, it was very bittersweet. And it was a good time to do it because it was for a good cause. We did it for Le Bonner. Um, We raised a couple thousand dollars for Le Bonner, which is cool for, you know, a local show, local musicians. Uh, there was a lot of bittersweet because I know. Uh, and it is part of the funk of why it took me so long to do both the band and the podcast. But I know he wouldn't want me to quit either. Either of them, you know? Yeah. He would want us to keep going for sure. As a matter of fact, he, he'd probably be mad at me for waiting this long to get my head out of my ass and, and get back together. Um, so, yeah, uh, it's been tough. It's been hard, but. We played a good show. We're back, you know, we're, and a lot of people have asked, you know, uh, what are you guys going to do? And, and talking about kill Jay, the band. And I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> but right now we're just handling everything in house. You know, Rob played bass. He swapped over to bass for now. And that's working. That's good. Oh, uh, but I'm ready to get, get, you know, get back to it. Get back. Yeah. Back. 
back music podcast you know i'm ready we got a we got a whole year of 2023 to make up for yeah for both for both yeah see i, I don't want to bring it down nothing but i'd be remiss if i, if I didn't mention because this is the first episode we've done since then and and it, it has played its part on me as far as like not putting out another episode. Just oh yeah, you know, it's it's tough when you lose somebody that close to you. Oh yeah, it is. You're not drinking a beer, but you know, I'll still toast you. I just can't drink beer in the house. <laughs> how do you? Yeah. Oh, you put it close to the camera. That's how you toast. Yeah, the camera. <laughs> All right, well, let's bring it home. Let's do it. We got anything upcoming we want to announce? Uh, I know we got a Halloween episodes that we haven't quite li- uh, lined up yet, but well, I want to get I definitely want to go do some spook hunting. I, d- I definitely want to get back to doing more episodes. Like, because normally we would do a show every two weeks. We would do two shows a month. Yeah, typically, but in in October we would ramp it up, and I'm I'm good with that because well now that plenty of shit I can talk about for Halloween. Now that we've I've got good internet, we know we I don't have to be there now because this this seems to work out pretty well. Even though it's greater me being there, but I get bitched at all the time. Like, where the hell is Kella? It won't be much longer, and I'll be back mad. in person. Like it's my fault. Like I ran you off. <laughs> nah, they'll be they'll be back to man. Can I here again? <laughs> yeah, I know you got you've had a ton of stuff to do there, and luckily for technology, we've been able to play D and D. Yeah, through Discord. Through Discord. Oh, uh, we've done two shows now. And I really want to figure out how we can uh, record maybe our next D&D session. Yeah, we do have a, a sister podcast called Death Savers that hasn't had an episode in way longer than this one. I need to look but and which see is if ironic I can find because we play D&D game. more now than we ever have. Oh, yeah. We just don't have material. And we play twice a week, but it's hard to pick up in a campaign it's already a year a year long and let's let's think about that let's figure out where to do it because curse of straw is really popular yeah well let's talk to clintard and uh see what we can figure out yeah all righty well as we record this and this this i always like to say the date because it kind of holds me accountable Oh, when this you're is, editing and stuff. This is September the twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, at ten forty five p.m. Way past both of our bedtimes because we have to work tomorrow. Oh yeah, but tomorrow is Friday. Well, I got therapy in the morning, so I can actually sleep a little bit late. How so. much more therapy do you have to do for your broken wing? Uh, three more weeks until my next doctor visit, and then they'll determine after that. Was that a so, torn rotator cuff? 
No, luckily there was no nothing torn, nothing broke. It was a severe sprain in my labrium cartridge, which caused me to strain my rotator cuff. Mm. It trying to uh, take up the slack more or less. So I got real lucky and don't have to have surgery. So that's a plot. That's a man. That's a huge prayer answered right there. <laughs> I've had a rotator cuff injury and they never go away. You just have, yeah. life, or at least for me. So now, well now in therapy, they've got, we was doing all labrum exercises, trying to stiffen it back up. Now they're swapping over to just rotator cuff exercises to get it back stretched out and strengthened. And so, and I've seen a lot of progress. I mean, I'm doing a lot better than I was back in August. So if we were rich and famous, we could do some uh, stem cell stuff. Dr. Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I, workman's comp ain't going to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> There ain't nothing on the workman's comp about stem cell. No, they're like, what? Or any kind of like uh -uh. experimental stuff. Nope. It's just stretching, exercising and lifting some weights. Then they put me on uh, electrolysis or they shock the shit out of me and then freeze it. So, and I'm good with that. sitting here trying to like calculate what time I need to go to sleep and what time I need to wake up because I really want to watch the Waffles before I go to bed but I probably should. Uh, I will. You will? Even though it's Just knowing you're going to watch it makes me want to watch it. Damn it. Because I still got to get a shower. So I do it's going to put me getting in bed. I'm not working like from 12. home. Anymore. I got to be on site so I got to get up. Early. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But it's Friday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Friday. TGIF. Thanks for listening to the long-awaited episode 194 of Real Pop Culture. We've been broadcasting high top, the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch, and also from Houston, Mississippi. <laughs> yeah, at the Lander Farms. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it, the Lander Farms? Uh, we're good. trying to turn it back into a farm. I mean, you got to think we're building mom and daddy. A I'm not trying to turn this back so. into a ranch. <laughs> I'm not going to buy any Shoot. horses. Anytime soon. I want some cows. I got enough pasture to raise me a couple cows. Cows are cool. Keep me from having a bush hog so much. Yeah. Well, how can they get a hold of us, Mark? Before we sign off. 662. 767-4487 is our voicemail line. Pop culture four. That's the number four real at gmail.com. You can join our Patreon at $1 and up levels and get uh, behind the scenes footage, special stuff. Uh, I don't even remember what I was on our Patreon list. We got stuff. I know we got stickers and we should have some shirts. Well, left, if you so. go, if you do like the, is it the $20 one? You'll get a no $10 or top tier. One, whatever the top one is, you get a free t-shirt too. You get a sticker, a shirt, and you get to be on an episode with us. If you want to. 
if you want to, or you can pick a movie for us to do a watch along with. Yeah, you could go look at the, all the tiers are explained thoroughly on our Patreon page, and that's just patreon.com slash real pop culture, I'm pretty sure. Or you just type in Google, just type in Patreon, and then type in real pop culture behind it. Pop it takes you straight to it. But yeah, dude, I, I think we got a lot of stuff we're fixing to get accomplished. Yeah. I totally messed up our outro. No, nah, it's all right. You need to, I think I messed it up when I said, uh, I had to get in time to contact with us. <laughs> oh, let me see if I, if it was, let me see if I still got it. All right. If I still got it. Right now you do, but. I did pretty good. Even though I didn't bring it home. Let's see. Well, go ahead and do it again. Let's see if you got it and bring it on home. Thanks so much for listening to episode 194 of the Real Pop Culture Podcast. We've been broadcasting from high atop the first and only floor of the Kill J headquarters at the Kill J Ranch. Love you, bye. Love you, mean it. Mm-hmm.